What's up, y'all? It's season two, episode four, Adulting Unscripted. Here's a breakdown. So first, we're talking about our highs and lows, as well as dreams and nightmares. No meek meal. They were in my dream. It was like a black and white dream, and B2K was there, and I was trying, and they were like in love with me, so they were following me all around, and they would sing to me. And <laughs> not them romancing you. I know, but I wasn't I like that. feeling them. I was like, no, I'm not here for B2K. Like, I don't want to be with you. LOL. It was very strange. <laughs> then we transition into criticisms faced by both Shakiri and Lizzo. God forbid a black woman feel herself. <laughs> God forbid a black woman like talk her shit, pop her shit. And I know she was popping her shit and talking her shit against other black women. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying, like, y'all want to see her lose so bad. And last but not least, we're going to be talking about OnlyFans. Again, I know. But they got some new policies, and we need to talk about it. Like, if they didn't intend for it to be that, and then it kind of blew up to be that because you didn't have certain policies in place, and you decide you don't want that. I mean, I guess it's your it's the company's right to, like, say, okay, no, you don't want to right, do this. So, buckle up, get ready, it's going to be fun. Welcome back to another episode of Adulting Unscripted, where we're always unscripted. A bit unconventional. But mostly unbothered. I'm your girl, Lady Q. And I'm your boy, Sam. All right. And we're back with another episode. Welcome yeah, yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Was this episode four? Yeah. Turn we're rolling up. right along. My favorite number, four. Going right through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, of course, we got to start with our highs and lows. Yes, we um, do. I'm trying to think if I want to start with my high or my low. Um, hmm. I guess I'll start with my low, which is, y'all know I've been, like, DJing and stuff and, like, trying to get my DJ skills up. Mm -hmm. Um, And I actually have two lows. It is what it is. Sometimes you have low, 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 low. (laughs) Okay, so the first one is that, like, I was saying the whole DJing thing. Mm -hmm. Um... Which is actually kind of a low and a high. So I was so nervous because I bought my my laptop for DJing. So I bought a laptop specifically just for DJing mm-hmm. and for the podcast, right? Right. And um, recently it stopped charging. But I noticed that whenever I would plug in like the charger, it would like spark. What? Yeah. It would like spark like when you plug into the outlet. Like it would get oh, like, no. r- like, yeah, it would like do like... Uh-oh. Like spark, spark thing, <laughs> and that was kind of a little bit scary. And I was like, okay, I don't really know what that's about. Like, I don't know why you're so aggressive right now. Like, I'm just trying to charge my laptop. But I did also notice that um, it would get like really hot. So when my laptop start char- stopped charging, I would put the I put the thing in. Like, I had the brilliant idea to put the charger in the socket. And just to see if it still got hot. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't get hot at all. So I was like, okay, it's probably the charger. And it was the charger. 
because right now we're using Lady Q's charger and it's my laptop is charging fine. So it was the charger all the time, the whole time. So that's why it's like kind of a high, (laughs) but that's like not my high. (laughs) Um, My other low is the fact, (sighs) Lady Q, I know you talked about this earlier about how you was going to have to work every day of the week. (laughs) Yes. To get the motherfucking bills paid. Girl, I have been working and it's just, it's still not in the cards for me. It's really not like I, I do. It's not. exhausting. I'm I'm tired, girl. And I don't want to ask my parents for money. <sighs> I don't want to be like, hey y'all, I'm so sorry, I fell short. Talk about it. But in the same vein, let's transition to my high, <laughs> which is the fact that I made a promise to myself that before I thir- turned 30, I would transition out of the current sector of work I'm in. Mm-hmm. So I work in the restaurant industry. I'm a server. And I mean, I've done everything in the restaurant industry from serving to bartending to managing to working in the kitchen to managing the kitchen. Like, I've done, I've done it all. And I'm just ready to go. And I've had really, really, really good turnouts. I've had, like, Tons of interviews mm-hmm. and things are really looking up for me. So, what kind of jobs are you going after? Um, I was going after sales, Ooh. but I realized when I was doing that that like sales requires you to be like really pushy, mm-hmm. and I'm not. I do sales. Yeah, it's like not for me. Yeah, like I'm not trying to like push up on people. Yeah, like no, absolutely not. Yeah. So I recent like I love animals. That's one of my passions. So I applied to work at a vet clinic. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I had a phone interview, and then after my phone interview, they were like, we want to have an in-person interview. So I had my in-person interview, and then coming up soon, aka tomorrow, I have my working interview. Yes. Yeah, so so if that goes well, which, like, I mean, I'm praying, and I'm, I'm trusting, like, God... And, like, my higher powers, like, to, like, really, like, come through for me, you know? That would be amazing. Because I know that I would crush it. And so as long as everything's good, as long as the compensation's good and, like, everything that I'm looking for, mm-hmm. you know, is good, then I, I know I, I know I'm going to crush it tomorrow. That is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so really excited. So congratulations. I'm going to send you all the good vibes. Thank you. And, you know, wish you... Good luck on your interview. Right. Because I'm not worried about the skill set. Like, I'm a millennial. Like, girl, like, I'm a, if I'm, like, being a receptionist at, like, at a vet clinic, like, I know how to send an email, answer a phone call, give you your prescription, schedule you for your appointment, and pet a dog. I know how to do that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I'm not even worried about that. It's just, I need everything else to line up. So you guys send me good vibes. Yes, all the good vibes. And I'll keep you updated. Your way. For sure, for sure. But yeah, that's pretty much my highs and lows. Talk to me. Okay. All right. So I guess it's my turn now. Let me think about the way we did this. So you started with your lows, right? Yeah, I started with my lows. Okay. But you know, feel free. I'll keep it consistent <laughs> right now. No need okay. to mix it up. Okay, um, okay. So for me, really, my lows have been, or my low actually, has been, there's been so much rain lately. And as you guys know, I talked about it before, I do Instacart, so I deliver groceries a lot. So not that it's not busy when it rains, because it is, but it just makes the job that much harder. Because harder. Mm. like, if I'm shopping at Aldi, you're yeah. getting paper bags, it's getting wet. Yeah. I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Did I remember to bring my umbrella? Right. Driving in the rain, dealing with other people Yo, driving in the rain. Gross. It's just, it's not the move. So I'm, all this rain's really been blowing me. Um, Every time I see like it's raining outside, I just anticipate 
a wreck. Like wherever I'm going, I'm like, there's gonna be like an accident. I always hope there's not, but then you know, mm-hmm. then there it is, and it's like, dang. People drive so crazy here, dude. They do, and I don't understand that. I don't. Right. I don't get that at all because I'm a very cautious driver. Yeah, and it's like it doesn't matter what the weather is. Like they're gonna drive crazy. It's like it could literally be like hailing, and they're gonna be doing like 95 <laughs> on the fucking interstate. It's like, girl, <laughs> slow down. You know you don't have black ice. <laughs> Your car is not equipped for this kind of weather. Calm down. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that was really my little because I just feel like this weather has just been, and it's been putting me in kind of like a blah mood too. I'm just very much like, okay, it's raining. It's gloomy outside. I just want to like stay in and not do anything, but I can't mm-hmm. do that. So I got to go to work. How often are you working? Every day. Like I said. Damn. Every day. I didn't know that was like, I didn't know if that was like still happening. Or like, yeah, the whole month. You like got a little wiggle room. Over, like, <laughs> right now we're, we're in grind mode, so. Right. It's on. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, that's definitely my low. So, let's see. My high. Okay. So, my high actually happened recently. My sister wanted to take me out for brunch slash lunch for my birthday because I'm going to be gone on my actual birthday. So, we went out and we ate at this place, Panko's Chicken. Have you tried it? Panko's Chicken. That sounds so familiar. It's Where in, is it? So, there's one in the Decatur Square. Okay. Um, like right across from where Raging Burrito is. Okay. If you guys live in Decatur, maybe you know where I'm talking about. I was but actually at Raging multiple, Burrito earlier this week. They have multiple locations all over, but okay. Panko's Chicken. I don't think I've ever been there though. It was really good. I I had no expectations because I didn't know anyone who'd eaten there, and I had never tried it. I'd just seen it. Um, but I got the Panko Chicken the spicy three piece with fries and when I tell you that chicken was so good it was so good and it wasn't like hot where you were sweating and and it was really spicy which is usually how I like it (laughs) um but it had a nice kick to it it had some heat and it also tasted kind of sweet a little bit so the chicken was really Mm -hmm. good and the fries were seasoned nicely and shout out to them and it was reasonably priced I think for just my chicken meal it was like 850. Was it like bone-in chicken? No it was boneless it was like kind of like a like a chicken tender I guess. So, okay, three-piece. Like, so mm-hmm. it's like a three-piece tender. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. With fries like, on the side for eight fifty, And the drinks are separate, though. So that kind of sucked, but... But, I mean, three-piece, fries on a side, eight fifty. I mean, fries and a side? No, fries as a side. You get either fries or rice. Okay, I a little the rice. pricey, it but it's all right, you yeah, know? I mean, yeah. I've but seen worse in the city. It's not too bad. It wasn't horrible, I'll say that. Like, the price-wise, it wasn't a horrible price point. But the food was good. I was pleasantly surprised. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to have to check that out. Panko's Chicken. Because I love having a chicken. delicious pre-birthday lunch for me. And yeah. Janet's message for taking me. So, yeah, so that was my closer and closer and closer and closer. I know. Uh, so, wait. Hold on one second. One second, one second, one second. So, your birthday is the 29th? 8th. 28th. Mm-hmm. Okay, 28th. Okay, cool. Okay, 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 okay. I was like, when this episode drops, okay, yeah, so no. By the time y'all hear this, y'all have a few days to still wish Lady Q happy birthday. (laughs) Yeah, so it'll be my birthday, and um, I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see what this upcoming year is going to be. I'm trying to get to, like, the best I can possibly be. Not maybe the best I can possibly be, because I feel like I have a long way to go, and if I reach (laughs) my peak right now, that'll be sad. But, like, you know, the best I've been thus far, you know. So um, I'm excited about it. Hell yeah. So. Hell yeah. You know, got to send the 20s out in a bang. For sure. 
Um, did you get your chicken? Like, so, okay, last thing. Sorry, y'all. I love chicken. Going so back. this is the last thing I'm going to get. No, it's right. okay, because it's delicious. I got some leftovers, and then I'm going to smash it later. So don't even worry <laughs> about it. <laughs> so did you get your chicken, like, coated anything, or it's just, like, breaded, fried, boneless chicken? Um, It's like, so it's like a breaded, I don't even, yeah, it's like a breaded fried chicken. Tender. Okay. Mm, and so they have options. You can do original, you can do spicy, and you can do barbecue. I, me and my sister both got spicy, so I can't tell you what the barbecue or the original tastes like, but mm. the spicy was on point. Yeah. You know what's so crazy? I really don't like barbecue chicken at all, but if it's breaded barbecue, for some reason, I'm, like, kind of about it. Mm. Yeah. Like, I'll do, like, like okay, so you know, like, boneless wings, mm-hmm. which, like by the way, that. are chicken nuggets. <laughs> they are, but I still, I still, I can get down with some it's chicken nuggets. It's a lie. It's a conspiracy. There are no, there's no such thing as boneless wings. They're chicken like, nuggets. I'll make it. <laughs> but if they're I breaded, know. a lot of times boneless, I even hate calling them boneless wings. Like, part of that just feels like... Blasphemy. Yeah, it feels like blasphemy. Exactly. Perfect (laughs) word. But like a lot of times boneless wings, quote unquote, like I wish y'all could see me doing air quotes right now, but boneless wings. (laughs) They are. (laughs) When they're like honey barbecue or barbecue, I can fuck with it. Like I can eat those. But like if you give me like a chicken wing, because you know they're not normally chicken wings aren't breaded, you know, like I don't give me a barbecue flavor. (laughs) Do not. Do not. Do not. Unless you want me to like cuss you out. Oh, wow. Like do I like I hate that, but I don't know. Even growing up, like my mom would make barbecue chicken, and she would like bake mine separate. Like not separate, but she would just bake mine and not put the sauce on it. I don't know. I can really get down with some barbecue chicken. Like no. I can really throw down on that. Absolutely not. Ooh, especially mm. if it's some sort of like spicy barbecue. I'm. I don't know if you guys have figured it out yet. I like spice. I like it hot. Mm. <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with the heat. Anyway, but Poncos, try it out. Okay, for sure. Poncos. It's, it's And they've got multiple locations. I'm they about do. It. I only know about that one that I went to, but um, I know they have multiple locations. So, And if you guys have a Poncos chicken near you, try it out because they're pretty good. For sure, for sure. So what else has been going on in your week? Like, what have you been doing? Um, it doesn't have to be a high or a low. Just, like, catch me up. Okay, so my week, um, I am preparing myself. You know, I start, I told you guys that I'm in a short film coming yes. up. We start filming this Tuesday. Exciting. So there's that. Um, I am excited. I am nervous. I've been going over my lines. I've been practicing, but I just got to just throw myself in the ring. So that's kind of been going on with my week personally. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also just, I mean, this is kind of part of my load, just trying to figure out how I'm going to make this shit work. Like that's kind of been going on with my week and I'm sure there's something I'm like leaving out, but I can't remember right now. The biggest things like on my plate right now are really just like trying to figure out like, or not figure out, but like just trying to like get prepared for, um, this role that I'm about to be playing, um, for the short film that I have coming up and when I'm able to say, like, you know, when, where it's going to be and all that stuff, I will definitely keep you guys updated. So I'm really excited about that. But, yeah, that's really the majority of it. I mean, that and then kind of, like, I don't know, me and, like, I've been going through things with my ex. I'm not going to say too much because I don't want no no drama and no trouble and no problems. But I've kind of been going through things with my ex, and that has been a whole thing Mm. as well. And it's, like... It's just hard when, like, 
you want to see eye to eye with someone so bad, but it's like you almost see eye to eye, but it's like slightly like slanted. So it's like it's not quite like pupil to pupil, you know, (laughs) it's like pupil to iris. (laughs) It's like frustrating because it's like I'm trying so hard, but and I know you're trying so hard, but it's just not matching up. And sometimes it won't match up. Sometimes you just won't ever see eye to eye. And that's fine. But yeah, yeah. And that's cool. But I think just like you said, sometimes it won't match up and sometimes you won't see eye to eye. It's like we have to understand, like, we're just not going to see eye to eye. And that's fine. Yeah. Like, no one has to be right and no one has to be wrong. We can both be right and both be wrong. And that can be okay, you know? But it's, it's, I don't know. Sometimes I think I've, like, haven't matured to a certain point to like understand certain things about other people but then sometimes I think that people I've been involved with haven't matured enough to to understand certain things and maybe it's both I mean it could very well yeah I think it is both and so it's kind of like just frustrating and it's like if we can just mature enough to even if we can't see eye to eye all the time or unsee eye to whatever, if we can just mature enough to understand that that's just a natural part of like relationships with people, mm-hmm. then that would be enough. But it's like that can't be enough. I mean, yeah, you got to be able to agree to disagree at a certain point. Like, you got to be able to be like, okay, look, there is no winning here and that's okay. No one needs to win. Like. Mm-hmm. let's just agree to disagree and move on right yeah so that's but kind of what my life looks like All right. for this week talk to me okay so for me um it's been like you a lot of work i've been working a lot um most of the days just been spent working um but i did something fun what that was just what yesterday so my boyfriend and I went to hang out with my friend destiny and her fiance matthew we hung out mm-hmm. we had like this cute little couple's like game night it was mm. so much fun it was my first time doing that first of all first time going to like a couple couples thing, thing. <laughs> so i felt very like i was like ooh, yeah <laughs> so cute like and we were just playing all kinds of games so we played um taboo which i love, love taboo, taboo. It's that's like a so staple fun. in my family it's so fun taboo, it's like a holiday y'all. staple it, Taboo's taboo in categories. Okay, I love taboo. Taboo. We played taboo. Uh, we played this game they had called hot seat, which is kind of like someone's in the hot seat. They have to answer a question, and then we all have to guess what their answer is. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was interesting. That sounds fun. It, it had really good questions, so that was interesting. I'd never heard of it before. We also played apples to apples, which I love. Apples to apples. That's another fun game. Like just, I don't know. So we played a lot of fun games and had a good time. <laughs> So that was really, really fun. Oh, and I forgot to mention, I'm going to have to shout it out because Matthew, my friend's fiance, he cooked a feast for us and it was mm. amazing. Okay, like, talk to us. What did he cook? So I love cooking. Good. What was oh my it? God. Okay, so, okay, <laughs> let's talk about it. Okay. So he made these salmon cakes and he made this like lemon dill sauce to Yum. go on top. It was amazing he made brussels sprouts and he paired it with like this balsamic bourbon glaze he made macaroni and cheese i think there was like three Mm. different kinds of cheese um he made sweet potato fries that were so delicious like he gave them to us at first like me and quay and then (laughs) we had to like hold ourselves back from like okay we got to save them some because like you know we guess we can't eat all the fries but they were that good Oh sweet potato fries he made these huge like thighs and breasts chicken 
Like leg quarters? Yeah, like leg quarters. And, but it wasn't quite barbecue, but it did have like a barbecue taste to it. Mm. Um, I think that was a different bourbon glaze that he used on that chicken. Oh, and we also had collard greens. And um, was there anything else? Am I leaving out anything? I think that was everything. But it was all so good. Like, so so good. And I didn't come there expecting a feast. I was like, okay, like, maybe we'll just Mm. eat something cute like pizza. I have a theory. But no, it was amazing. I have a theory that, like, because I know um, that he is a musician, Mm -hmm. very talented musician, because I even follow him on Instagram. And, I mean, I met him in college, and I kept up with him. Like, not, like, talked to him, but, like, just, like, we followed each other through the years. And I have a theory that musicians, or just really artistic people in general, but specifically musicians, make the best food. Like, they make the best chefs. Like, it's... To me, that it just goes hand in hand. Like, I feel like if you're able to do music and organize all these components to make, like, one solid, like, symphonic, like, you know, like, masterpiece. Yeah, like, you can do the same thing with cooking. Like, you have the same attention to detail and the same attention to, like, blending this note and this spice (laughs) and this, that, and you know, into, like, one cohesive thing and making it beautiful. He says, as a musician who loves to cook, like, okay, all right, hype hype you guys up. I'm here for it. Right. But no, I really, I really agree with that. And um, also, (laughs) like, even like I think about a Khalees. I was just thinking that you you talked about having her cookbook, right? Yeah. And I noticed she was advertising about it on Instagram, talking Mm -hmm. about how she's She's got a reprint. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how she has a cookbook out now. And honestly, the little snippet that it showed of her and the food that she cooked, it looked really good. I was like, okay, Khalees, teach me something in the kitchen. I'm here. Yeah, exactly. Teach and me how I, to make a milkshake. I think I think musicians make really good cooks. I think it's like I think they go hand in hand because I think it's the same process, just different quote unquote ingredients. You're right because um, who is it that has the pies? Patty. Patty. Patty's pies. That's right. She's got they're her. They're, they're all. They all mm-hmm. come out with some. You know what? Mm-hmm. That's a very interesting theory I've never heard before. Yeah, food for your soul huh. and food for your soul. Uh, yes. Okay. Come through with a slogan <laughs> for musicians who cook. Okay. Period. I review food for the soul and food for the soul. Period. 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 That's period. Hilarious. But his food was amazing, so I can't even hate on it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So I kind of want to jump a little bit um, into. Something kind of a little bit off topic, but I'm sure we'll find a way to wrap it around. Um, I want to talk about dreams mm-hmm. and nightmares. No Meek Mill. I know we <laughs> talked about dreams and nightmares. Cause you know what I mean? <laughs> that song and album called Dreams and Nightmares. But anyways, <laughs> and we talked about him last episode. But um, I have been having like some really like crazy dreams lately. Hmm. Yeah. And like low-key nightmares too. But they've been, like, really fun, honestly. Like, even the nightmares have been kind of fun. <laughs> so I've noticed this thing where, like, if I fall asleep with a TV show on, Ooh. like, I'll, like, be, like, in that, like, that uh, threshold of, like, awake and, like, not awake. And then, like, whatever I'm hearing from the TV will, like, filter itself mm-hmm. into, into my dreams. dream. And so the other day, like, I had this, like, dream where I was, like, running away from, like, these drug lords who were, like, low-key trying to kill me. And it was, like, low-key fun. But it was, like, also, like, nerve-wracking. But I fell asleep watching Good Girls. Mm. Season four. Rest in peace. I know. 
I'm not giving any spoilers. I'm just saying the show I got know, canceled. So rest in peace. It was a great show, by the way. I know. And I'm if really sad. You're about watching it. season four on Hulu. You only have a few days because it's expiring in a oh, few wait, days. Oh wait, wait, stop! Really? The new oh, season. No. Oh my god. And even up. if you like catch, like I had to watch like the first a couple episodes on YouTube. Didn't two? You? No, no, no. I had to watch the first like two quarter. No, not even two quarters because it's half. Three quarters of Good Girls on, like, a third-party website. Oh, no, because it's already gone? On Hulu, yeah. It, okay. like, starts at episode 12 on Hulu. Oh, I might as well, at this point, I feel like I might as well wait until it's on Netflix. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, not to get off on that tangent about Good Girls. But, yeah, they were, like, bleeding, or not, like, they were bleeding into my dream. So it was, like, I would hear things, and I fell asleep on an episode, and then I'd wake up, and I'm like, oh, my God, I fell asleep on this episode, and I watched the episode, I'm like, wait a minute, that wasn't my dream. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> so that was like a whole thing but also like I don't know if you remember your dreams but I'm really good at remembering my dreams and my nightmares I'm not really good at it I mean unless something totally super crazy outrageous is happening in the dream like I do okay I'll tell you one dream I do remember it was a long time ago though I was back in probably middle school high school but like it was so such a weird dream it was back when B2K was popular whenever that was Girl, because they that was were a minute. because they were in my dream. It was like a black and white dream, and B2K was there, and I was trying, and they were like in love with me, so they were following me all around, and they would sing to me, and <laughs> not them romancing you. I know, but I wasn't I like that. feeling them. I was like, no, I'm not here for B2K. Like, I don't want to be with you. Lol. It was very strange. That is, funny. and I would do all kinds of things like fly randomly and like yeah. jump through buildings. But yeah, that was that. That was the one dream that I can offhand remember. Yeah, I remember like all my dreams, but I used to remember my dreams as a kid, and I got to a point where I like wouldn't remember my dreams anymore. But then I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I'm gonna keep a dream journal. So every day I would wake up. Once I like when I would wake up, you know how you can remember your dreams when you wake up? Because a lot of times you're waking up out of a dream. Mm-hmm. So I would write them down, and like even though I don't write my dreams down now. I, like, my brain is just programmed to remember them. Hmm. So if you're out there and you want to start keeping track of your dreams, I would advise you to when you wake up, um, the first thing you keep a notebook by your bed and just write your dreams down. Even if you can only remember, like, key things like wolf, snake bite, feeling scared, flying. Like, just write it down, like, bullet points, and then, like, it'll, like, the picture will paint itself back to you. Just do that enough, and then eventually you'll just start naturally remembering. That's how it works for me, at least. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll try that. Maybe I'll remember remember a dream or two, because yeah, I never remember them. Yeah. And, yeah. Speaking of dreams, mm-hmm. this is a long shot, but... Dreams, long-term dreams. Mm-hmm. Long-term dreams. Actually, let's stop there. Long-term okay. dreams. What are your What are your dreams? Oh gosh. I know. I feel like I'm like in. Whoa. I feel like I've been on a lot of interviews lately. <laughs> so I'm like, where do you see yourself in five? <laughs> My what aspiration you, in life right. is to be happy. No, joking. What is your <laughs> ultimate goal? Um. Wow. I mean, I guess technically my ultimate goal would be to be happy, but like. I don't know. I guess to be happy, I would need. I feel like I would want to have a successful career. I would want to have a successful relationship slash family. Um, I'd want to be able to contribute to my community in some kind of way, and I'd want to feel. I'd, I definitely want to have financial freedom. I know I said a good career, but also financial freedom because those don't always go hand in hand. Mm. What um, does family look like for you? Does that look like? 
right now my image of family is like you know a husband two kids like two dogs maybe you know classic American dream. American dream. <laughs> like, yeah. family. I don't want the white picket fence. kids and a dog. But, like, you know. <laughs> that's what it's looking like right now. But That's cute. You know. Okay, can I ask you another question? Yeah. <laughs> what does your nightmare look like? <laughs> like, my nightmare life? Yeah. Like, the life you absolutely will not fucking have. Like, what does that look like for you? I know we circle back to season one when we talk about being homeless. That's like the ultimate rock bottom for me. I Same. feel like I I don't think I could actually allow myself to get there. Right. I don't know if I if I could allow. I don't know. Maybe cer- certain circumstances could happen where that would happen, but that would be my nightmare. That would be the worst possible thing. Or mooching off my parents, mm-hmm. like back in with them, or having to call them all the time for financial support. I just feel like that's. I don't want that. I want to feel right. like I am independent and can do it on my own and don't have to rely on their assistance to get by. No, I definitely feel that on the on both of those points about, as far as, like, nightmare. Mm-hmm. Like, I do not want to be, like, homeless. Like, I don't want to ever be in the predicament that would cause yeah. me to, like, have to, like, live on the street, you know? And I know it can happen so fast, Especially, like, people living paycheck to paycheck. Like, it just takes, like, one bad month after another after another. And now you're just in, like, no resources. And mm-hmm. now you're just asked out. And no resources as in, like, not being able to call your parents, not being mm-hmm. able to, like, you know. Call but I also you. don't want to ever have to be in the position where I have to, like, depend on my parents. Like, even this month, like, I talked about my lows was, like, my part of it is my bills. Which I did mention that early, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So part of that being like my bills, like I don't want that. Like I don't like even like this month. Like I feel like I'm gonna have to like ask my parents for a little bit of help, and that is like embarrassing to me. Like I haven't done that in so long. Like in terms of like my rent and like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's just working in the service industry and like also trying to transition jobs and then this Delta variant and living in like you know a metropolitan city. It's just kind of like. It's not adding, like, it's just not working out, like, you know? I totally get it. I mean, listen. So it's just, but even that, it's just so, like, you know? Like, to be unfiltered, it's, like, kind of embarrassing. It's, like, I don't want to ask them, like, hey, I might need help this month, and I'll pay you back, but, like, I, like, you know, I don't have the means, and the, the resources aren't presenting themselves to me. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. Which is why I'm trying to make that transition, which I'm proud of myself for, but at the same time, it's like, God It's damn. hard. I mean, there's definitely a transitional period, too. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're switching jobs and trying to go into something a little more, um, like, nine to five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because I'm also trying to do something similar, because I'm trying to get away from the gig economy and get something a little more steady, because I want to do more and have more, and I'm not right. getting it with what I got right now. So. Right. But what about your ideal life? Because you... You kind of you started on your nightmare life. So what about your my ideal, ideal life? life? Oof, my ideal life is me working for myself. Period. Ooh, talk about it. I want to work for myself. I want to be my own boss. Yes. And even if I'm not my own boss, I want to like have control of my own career. I like Like, that. I want to be like the brainchild. Like I want my career to be my brainchild. Yes. And I am the mastermind. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like even like if I'm, I want to be an artist of some sort, or I want to be like creative of some sort. Like I want to like own my own restaurant, mm. or I want to like be an art, like be a successful artist who makes all of their 
profit like who makes their like maintain themselves off of like their art like their music you know Mm -hmm. that's what I want and it's like even if I have to like maybe answer to people or like fill like quotas or whatever and this and that and this and that it's like it's still I it's still my brainchild you know I love that that's that's my that's ideally what I want and if it's not that then it's like like I said I want to be an entrepreneur I want to own my own business I want to own my own restaurant I want to own my own thing like I want to have some sense of control Control. yeah you know that's that is my ideal that's my ideal some sense of control I like that yeah that's my dream ideal well, speaking of dreams, I know you were telling me a little bit before we started recording, and as a callback to the last episode, didn't wasn't there the race? Like, didn't Shakari have the race against the Jamaican she women? She did. She did. And now, we I all don't know watched. How it went, so. Okay, I know how it went. I saw it. So wait, 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 um, wait. Before you tell me how it went, where'd you see it? Um, it was on. Was it NBC, ABC, something? It was on that, and then it was on a few streaming sites too. Oh wow! Yeah, but they do like streaming sites. You had to have like you had to like sign up for like Peacock and like Peacock's free. Peacock is free, but it's like I didn't feel like signing up for it. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. But then there was also like recaps too on social media. But um, <laughs> dreams. Let's talk about dreams. Okay. Right. Yes. So we all saw her dreams get trampled. Yep. When she wasn't able to compete as mm-hmm. an Olympian. And it was so fucked up. Because it's like, y'all really gonna ban this girl over a non-performance enhancing drug? Like, that's fucked up. Um, She got the chance to compete. And she competed against several people. But the most, like, notable of her components... Or not components, opponents. The most notable opponents were um, the Jamaican track stars. Mm-hmm. Who um, all placed in who the swept. Olympics? Yeah, yeah, swept the Olympics. Shakari competed against them. I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know if you saw her um, Instagram post where I she was like flaunting and stuff like that. Which I love that. I'm I'm all about a competitive nature. Like talk your shit. Like I I'm a competitive person, so I love competitive people. It doesn't offend me. I feel like it's part of the game. Like talk your shit. You supposed to think you're the best. You supposed to like X Y and Z. But um, I think it was eight or nine of them. Mm-hmm. Um, long story short, though, Shakari competed. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Jamaicans swept again, but Shakari no. got last place. <gasps> last place? Last oh God, I place. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, no. she got last place. No. Um, but she did a, an exit interview, and it was beautiful. In my opinion, it was beautiful. She was What'd like, she "You know, I had a month off, and I am not dis." She was like, "I'm just happy to be participating in the sport." And being out here to show the world, like, what I can do, she was like, and at the end of the day, I'm still the sixth fastest woman in this sport. Can't nobody take that away from me. And she literally said verbatim, talk all the shit you want. (laughs) She was like, but you have not seen the last of me. You know what I'm capable of, and I'm still going to be here, and can't nobody take that away from me. Okay. And I was like, go off. Like I'm here for you, ma'am. I love it. It's just so weird how people are really like, again, we were talking about dreams. It's so weird how people are really trying to like break her dreams and break her confidence and break her stride. Like, Unfortunately, it's not weird because people always try and break 
Especially when other people are doing successful. When people are doing well, people mm-hmm. always want to come and try and throw mud at them and say like, "Oh well, yeah, they're doing good, but it's only because of this," or "Oh, they're not that good," or "Oh, they don't," you know. People always trying to throw mud at other people's at other people in general, especially mm-hmm. when they're doing something successful, especially if it's something that that person wanted to do and couldn't do themselves. Yeah, so and it's like. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. People try to talk shit, but I feel like Shakari, I feel like if she's nothing else, I feel like she is resilient. And I feel like she is going to, I feel like she's going to show them. I feel like she's going to show them and I feel like y'all can talk shit about her and y'all can roast her and that's fine. But let's listen to a clip of, um, of her interview. I loved it. I was like, bitch, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Like, y'all can talk the shit you want to, but at the end of the day, I'm still the sixth fastest woman to ever do this. And um, talk the shit that you want to, but you're not done seeing me. I'll see you again. I feel like if you're going to be in a in a industry like that, if you're going to be in a career like that, any sort of entertainment, any sort of sports, any sort of thing like that, even business, you really got to develop a tough skin. You got to be able to roll with the punches and deal mm-hmm. with the haters and... Let them know, like, okay, you can say what you want, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm here to play and I'm here to stay. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I'm still Team Shakari. Like, I, I love her. I think she's so endearing and she's so lovely. And I love that she's cocky. I love that she's confident. I seen a tweet and it was like, I hope Shakari don't ever humble herself <laughs> <laughs> because some people are like she needs to humble herself. No, she don't. No, she don't. She's an athlete. She's a competitor. I don't want a humble competitor. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want a humble winner. I want a graceful winner. But I don't want a humble competitor. I want you to be hungry. I want a hungry competitor. I want a competitor that's gonna talk this shit and is gonna boost themselves up and be. The, but then once you are the best, like relax. You know what I'm saying? Like don't glow in our faces. Like maybe occasionally, like There's feel yourself. Left to prove. Right. But like a person who has something to prove, I want you to like talk your shit. That's just me personally. I can get. You know what? I can get down with that. Um, <clears throat> I guess you're right. I guess I do. I do want a confident competitor. I want yeah. someone who's gonna like. I want to. I want you to talk shit so that way I can be like, all right, well, let me see what you got. Yeah, prove it to me. You saying you t- you talk all this shit now? Now you got to back it up. So, and when they back it up, it's like, ooh, amazing. <laughs> right. Yes, look how well you did. You you were justified. Right, and yeah, and it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Have you? Okay, this is like very off topic, but have you heard that song by Lizzo and Cardi B? Will Lizzo rumors? feature in Cardi B? Yeah, rumors. Yes, I, I have heard it. I like it. I like it too. When I first heard, it, I was like, mm. but the more I listened to, it, I like it. But that part in the pre-chorus where she was like spinning all this time, trying to break a woman down, like that's kind of how I feel about Shakari. Like I feel like y'all really be trying to break her stride and break her confidence, and it's like. L- 
God forbid a black woman feel herself. <laughs> God forbid a black woman like talk her shit, pop her shit. And I know she was popping her shit and talking her shit against other black women. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying like y'all want to see her lose so bad. You know? And y'all her fucking mom died. You know? Like her fucking mom died, and y'all be still trying to rag on her about, like, oh, she smoked weed, she's an Olympian, she should know better, X, Y, and Z, or, like, oh, she's... Let her feel herself. And also, she's, like, what, 21? I don't... I don't actually she's know, like, she's, I know like, she's young. super young. Yeah, and it's, like, young. yeah, like, y'all... I don't know. I don't know. And it's, like, I don't know. It's just weird to me how people spend so much time trying to break someone down who's doing great things and oh, breaking yeah. down barriers. That's fucking weird to me. It's not that weird to me because I feel like it's been going on forever. It's just much more in your face now because now everyone can post mm-hmm. their opinions and you can see it and read the tweets and read the comments. Yeah. It's just more visible. But, like, it's always been happening, unfortunately. Yeah. But speaking of Lizzo and speaking of people trying to tear her down, didn't you? did you see – I think she posted an Instagram video where she was, like, all upset because people were ragging on her – as they do for whatever reason because right. honestly I feel like she's so um, she's unproblematic she's, she's unproblematic for the most part yeah yeah which was what the song was kind of like referencing too it's like I don't really even like there's bigger shit going on and y'all choose to focus on me but yeah no I did see that and um she had like a, a turnaround moment though where she kind of was like I don't know, she had, like, a video on Instagram where they got our cake to celebrate rumors, but Mm -hmm. she was like, I didn't even really get to celebrate it because so many people were talking shit about me and, like, all this stuff. And she was like, it wasn't, she said, she was like, I wasn't really crying for me. She was like, as an artist, and it's like, because I watched an interview with her that she had. And I watched several interviews with her, actually. And um, she was saying, like, as an artist, it's my job to reflect the times. And she was like, why do people think it's okay to talk about people this way? Mm Mm-hmm. And one key thing, too, that I saw with one of her interviews that she had with Zane Lowe was her talking about how, like, um, or no, Zane Lowe was talking about, from BBC Radio, was talking about, um, you know, Lizzo makes music that it's fun and you dance to it. It's charismatic, just like she is, right? It's, mm-hmm. like, charismatic, and you hear that from the moment the music starts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, like, she has this boisterous personality. She definitely does. And then it's, like... He's like, you listen to it, and you're like, oh, okay. He's like, but then after a while, you're like, wait a minute. Did you hear what she said that? Did you hear when she said that? Did you hear when she said that? And, like, it's like, why are we treating women this way? Why, like, why are we not acknowledging the fact that black people really literally made rock and roll? Like, you know, give them the credit for that. Like, like, you know, and she was saying in the interview, which was something very powerful that I took away, was that she was like, a lot of her music is actually sad music but she changes it into this dancey, fun thing. So by the time people realize the message, like people are singing it and dancing it along, you know? But then it's like, oh, wait. Like she has a song called Soulmate. Mm-hmm. When it's like, I'm on Soulmate. Oh, yes, I, I know how to love yes. me. She was like, if I can get a million people to be like, or like, you know, people singing and dancing along, like, I'm on She's like, eventually, like, she's like, that's a mantra. She's like, that's a mantra. And eventually they're going to be like, wait a minute. They're going to feel good. She was like, and she said this one this one line that I thought was so beautiful. She said, she believes that medicine is always easier or is always better with the smile or with the laugh. 
So it's like if I can, and she was saying to even like um, Good As Hell, mm-hmm. we all know that song. Yeah. And she was like, that's actually a sad song. She was like, I literally say, if he don't love you anymore, like I'm literally talking about him not loving you. You know, she was like, like, it's sad. She was like, but I flip it and it's like, I can get you to sing along to it. And the next thing you know, you're like, good as hell, you know? And it's like, damn, like, that's so true. Like, not you brainwashing me in the best way possible, girl. (laughs) Like, you know? She's like, I'm getting you to, like, repeat these things and eventually you'll believe it about yourself. And I was like, that is so clever and genius. Like, just the layers of it. Like, uh, just as a songwriter and as a musician, I was just, I was like, wow. You know? Because it really is that. Like, you don't realize that you're, like, affirming all these things over your life. But you are when you listen to her music, you know? And she does make really upbeat music, really really music that makes you want to move, makes you want to dance, mm-hmm. pretty much puts a smile on your face when you hear it. So shout out to Lizzo for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's really beautiful. I really, I loved her artistry and I love how she is unapologetically her and I love how transparent she is. Like, you know, and I, again... And then I'm going to get off of it. But I also saw another interview she did with Good Morning America. And people are like, hold your head up. She was like, even if I'm crying, my head is still held up. She was like, but it's my job to be transparent. And it's not just about me. It's about, again, me reflecting the times. And there are other people who feel certain types. And it's it should not be okay for y'all to say this thing about people, mm-hmm. you know, which is the whole the whole theme of rumors. It's like you say this and you say that and this and that. Goddamn, like, well, fuck it. But, you know, it's like addressing all of that bullshit. So I really commend her and her artistry. And I think she's a very, very important artist. And I love how she's breaking the mold. I love I love, I love, love everything, Lizzo. She's done no wrong in my eyes thus far. Thus far. So, yeah. Shout out to Lizzo. I, again, I also really, really, really like all of the music that I've heard from her. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've heard a song by her that I was like, mm, I don't really like that song. So... She she knows how to make hits for sure, mm-hmm. and Just I definitely think herself. she's a very she's a very positive person and a very energetic yeah. light in the industry. So yeah. I definitely think she's necessary. No, for sure, and it's not like that annoying positive where it's like, girl, shut up. <laughs> it's like that, like I'm being myself, and it's like you gravitate to it, you know. And the what you gravitate to is like a light. It's not like this forced like happy pill down your throat. I think because, like, maybe her music does have, like, some sort of element of, like, realness and sadness and grit, even though it's decorated in a way you don't realize it at first, you know? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't feel, like, too sappy because it is, like, a little bit sad. But it's very glass half full sad. Not like everything's great, you know? (laughs) Like, ugh, because that shit annoys me. (laughs) I hate a everything's great type of person. There's a person we went to school with who was very much like that. Hmm. Yeah, and it's like, damn, bitch, can you just have a bad day? Can you just cut someone out? Can you just lose your shit? Just have a meltdown. No, maybe that's why they want to be like, <laughs> no, I'm in control of this. Like, yeah, no, but that's not in control. That's not real. Like, you can't be a rose without a thorn. Bitch, where your thorns at? Cut someone out. Punch someone in the face. Have a bad fucking day. Slam your fucking binder down and beat on your chest and, like, say you're not dealing with this shit anymore, you know? That's what the fuck I want. Like, I want both. Like, you can't always be happy. That's annoying to me. <laughs> That's, do you like people who are always happy all the time? Um, I don't. 
I don't know if I've met anyone who's always happy all the time. You know what? You yes, have. I have. I have. Because <laughs> you now knew Now that them. I thought about it, I just thought about it. I was like, I did know someone who was always happy all the time. I didn't dislike this person. Mm. But I very much wondered, like, okay, but what's underneath this? Right. There's like, got to be something. It's got to be. be this, you can't just this, always be fucking. Good, you know, this cheerful and happy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm not gonna say I dislike people who are always happy, but I definitely am wondering like what's really going on because I know it ain't real. Really? Oh wow. Yeah. Interesting. Do you remember him? I do. Oh no, I certainly do. He that's was not who I thought always. Talking about. That's exactly what I was talking about. Always fucking happy. I just showed her an Instagram picture for those of you who are like obviously not in the booth with us, but <laughs> of the person I was talking about. Let me show you who I thought you were talking about. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I was having like behind the scenes Wait, pull up Instagram again. <laughs> anyway, um, but anyway, so segueing off of that really quick, I wanted to talk about this because I heard about it and we had discussed it on in season one actually, um, as a potential source of income. Mm-hmm. OnlyFans. Now we now back in the day, I was saying I couldn't actually do like the sex work that OnlyFans is popular for. I would not. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be the way I'd be making my money. I'd be showing them like recipes or like DIY crafts or whatever but right. now it looks like that's all people about to be showing them because yeah. they're banning they're banning all the sex work well they are banning sex work but they're not banning all the sex work you guys no? so the so way how's it how's it go <coughs> excuse me so the way it's gonna work is as far as my understanding is is that you cannot post like um like naked like or like sexually explicit content in terms of like videos okay but like if you want to do like nude i guess like art or like nude like portraits or whatever yeah he very much was all (laughs) 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 she just told me who she thought she was talking about but even him like he never annoyed me but i guess because i didn't interact with him that much yeah, maybe. You know? Yeah. But the I, other I one, like, he was in a few of my classes, and I was like, girl. Even when he would get mad, like, the one I'm talking about. Like, no, like, I, I know. Because I still like, follow him on social media, and I, I mute him sometimes. Can you actually get mad? Like, that is not, like, eh, anyways. Um. Anyway, no, no, we're not going to get on that tangent. We're, <laughs> we're talking about OnlyFans. Let's get back. But, yeah, okay, so, like, apparently, like, from my understanding is, like, you can't do videos, but you can do photos. So you can do, like, nude photos and things like that. But that's just my understanding. I didn't look very, very much into it. But from what I have seen, that seems to be the case. I want to look and see. Because it says it's banning sexually explicit content. Right. But there's, like, what's the fine print? Okay. So it says not all of OnlyFans' explicit content is going away. Simple nudity will still be allowed, the company said, as long as it complies with the company's other policies. Only, and this is in quotations, content containing sexually explicit content, end quote, presumably meaning sex acts on camera will be banned. Hmm. Sex acts. Yeah. Which to me means like video or like a picture of like my dick and some boy's asshole, you know? But like as long as I'm I'm not like acting in sexual conduct, like I feel like I could post a picture of me with like a heart on and it'd be fine. Because that's not like a sexual activity. It's just like, you know? So it's like not me engaging in sexual activity. It's just, you know, me and my hard dick. Or like, you know, whatever. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like that that's really going to probably affect a lot of people's And honestly, that's coin. so crazy because Instagram really like 
like, especially pandemic-wise. Okay, so first of all, not Instagram, sorry. OnlyFans. But OnlyFans, like, I know about OnlyFans way back in the day. Like, I'd never heard of it. Way back, like, years and years ago, I knew about oh, OnlyFans. Really? That, yeah, I like feel a, like I feel like it was more prevalent in the gay community because, like, there was a lot of, like, the little hot gay boys, like, on Instagram and stuff. Or not Instagram, but on Twitter and stuff who um, used to, like, they had, like, an OnlyFans or this other website that was called Just For, like, Just For Fans or whatever. And then OnlyFans kind of took over whatever. But um, that was, like, kind of, like, that caught on. And then the pandemic happened. And that was, like, years and years ago. And then, like, it kind of grew and grew in popularity. But once the pandemic hit, it really, like, skyrocketed. Took off. Right. Took off. And it wasn't even just, like, gay niggas anymore or, like, women anymore. It was, like, everybody. Like, straight niggas, gay niggas, like, people in the community, like, you know, in the alphabet gang community, gang gang. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was so many people that had, like, really jumped forward onto it. And I feel like that made it so profitable. Like, yeah. more than it had ever been. So it's so weird that, like, it's almost kind of, like, to me, exploitation. Like, you literally, like, built your muscle and your, like, capital off of sex workers. And now you're denying them to, like, their, the full access. You know? And to me, that seems a little fucked up. Like... You know, I mean, I'm not a sex worker, but I support all my sex workers. And I feel like on, you know, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I feel like on behalf of people in the sex work industry, I feel like that's fucked up. Like, I feel like they literally built your your capital. You know, that's what you're known for is like they they like they put you on their back and like made you like kind of like a household name. And now you want to limit and restrict them. I think that's fucked up personally. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's because it's one thing if like that's what it was intended to be, like if that's what the site was intended to be, and and then they decide, okay, all of a sudden no. But if that's not what it is, like if they didn't intend for it to be that, and then it kind of blew up to be that because you didn't have certain policies in place, and you decide you don't want that. I mean, I guess it's your, it's the company's right to like say, okay, no, you don't want to, right? But I've, do this. I mean, true, fair, fair, fair. But at the same time, I also read something, too, that, like, they were doing that to protect their interest from other companies that wanted to invest in them that didn't support that. Mm. So I feel like now y'all are, like, kind of trying to flip the script. And it's like you built your, your brand off the backs of these sex workers, and now other companies with, like, big bucks are coming in and, like, okay, well, like, we want to invest in you, but we not with the se- And now you're, like, turning, like, you know, turning your back on them. And to me, that's kind of fucked up. Mm-hmm. Because, like, know. what would OnlyFans be without the sex workers? I mean, but then I also feel I also feel like on the flip side of that, a lot of the sex workers that popped up on OnlyFans, or a lot of people who decided to get into sex work on OnlyFans, came up because OnlyFans was popular for being, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I just feel like the popularity of the site kind of drove a lot more people to doing it. So it's like, where would some of those people be without OnlyFans? Like, I kind of feel like they go... But where would Only... Yeah, it goes hand in hand. But where would OnlyFans be without those sex workers who were like, oh, wow, this is a platform I can use? Yeah. You know? It's like, I don't know. I just, I just, I don't know. I feel like it's a little shysty and a little money hungry and a little capitalist. But that's why it doesn't surprise me because, like, that the companies are going to do what companies are going to do to protect their bottom line. Exactly. So, 
I definitely think it's going to interrupt a lot of people's money flow. I definitely think it's going to cause a disruption in what was going on. But uh, And you know what else I think, too, though? Yeah. Like, while we're talking about, like, kind of, like, who's helping who. Yeah. I feel like when y'all stop that, like, y'all as an OnlyFans, like, when they stop, like, the whole, like, sexually explicit conduct and they, like, put that rule into place, like, I feel like they're their stats are going to drop. They probably will. I mean, and that's the risk the company's taking by doing that. I won't feel bad if they, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the same time, it's like, you decided to do this. You know what was making you popular. You decided to pull the plug. So now and you got to suffer. All it really is doing is giving investment. another company the, the opportunity yes. to, like, be like, oh, cool. Because that's what I was thinking. I was like, they're going to, I feel like now that it's as popular as it is, like, now that it's so mainstream, there's going to be somebody else to come and fill the void. Mm-hmm. And then those sex workers will be able to move to that platform and, and mm-hmm. can get that money while that money's hot. Yeah. What do you guys think? Do you think OnlyFans is going to take a L, or do you do you understand where they're coming from and you you think they're going to be fine? I'm interested to know. I really want to know what what you guys have to say about that. So let us know. Drop a comment. Send an email. A DM. Whatever. I'm I'm interested to know what people think about that. Yeah. Answer the poll on Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So what else is on the docket? I don't know. I mean, I feel like that pretty much wraps it up. That was the last thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking back to when we talked about, like, if we would ever make an OnlyFans. <laughs> like you said earlier, you said you would eat food or, like... Yeah, I would definitely food. do, like... Well, now's your chance, girl, because, like, like, you'll have, you won't have to compete with, like, the sex workers. Yeah. I wouldn't be, um, I wouldn't be doing that. You would just have to, like, you know, like, the competition is narrowed now, so. But, yeah. But, okay, well, shit, I don't really have anything else I want to talk about, necessarily. Mm -mm. I guess we'll save it all for the next episode. For sure, for (laughs) sure. Next episode, you guys, hopefully we'll have a special guest for you. Yes, hopefully we will. Which we are excited about. We have a couple guests lined up for this this season. We do, so stay tuned for that. Yes, it's going to be super fun, super interesting, and they're all kind of, like, involved in different, like, you know, creative aspects and different, like, walks of life, so it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, so that's going to wrap us up for this episode of Adulting Unscripted. As always, I'm your girl, Lady Q. And it's your boy, Sam. See you next week for another episode. Peace.